I welcome Patricia Patz. Hello, Patricia. Hello, Julia. I was inspired to invite you here because of the abundance that you are creating in your life. And that abundance I've, I've witnessed for a while. And you are a trainer, you are a speaker, you are an author amongst a diversity of offers that you make from yeah, writing books on different topics on emotions, um, offering vision quests with feelings work, doing business consulting. And there's this whole array of, of offerings that you bring to the world. And for me, that, that is such an expression of aliveness. And that is why I reached out to you to ask whether you would come and share some, some of that gold that you found or the, the ways to aliveness. And as I contacted you, you were at first saying, well, maybe not now. Let's meet later because at the moment I am somewhere else. Will you say something about where you are at right now with regards to your aliveness? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for reaching out to me. And thank you also for insisting to have our conversation because yeah, right now I'm in a, in a state I love to call it bardo state because bardo is, is a word from the Tibetan culture and it describes a, an in-between space. So normally in between death and life. So it's a space where the old is gone and the new is not yet there. And yeah, and in this in this state is marked by a lack of motivation and a, a lack of impulses and for some someone like me who is embodying aliveness this could be a real uh, hard state to to be in and when you insisted on hey uh, why not talking about this state because this is also belonging to aliveness it was the first time that i realized that yeah this is also a part of aliveness this in-between state and your remark helped me <laughs> to change my perspective. Yes, I get that women are often women, humans. It's not a particular female space to be in. It doesn't feel alive though, does it? And being in that space, what does it feel like to you? What is the characteristic? Yeah, it's, as I said, I personalize or I embody aliveness. And this means that in my life, I'm doing a lot of things. I have a lot of impulses. I'm motivated. And I, as you said, I'm, I'm singing, I'm writing, I'm doing this and doing that. And in this barter state, there is no impulse. There is no impulse that comes from within. There, there are still impulses from without, like requests for coachings and so on. And I, I'm there to respond to these uh, impulses from the outside. But there's nothing that comes from, yeah, from from my inner, from my being. And this is very strange for me. And this is already going on for about two weeks. And normally, I would start strategies to get out of this state. And as a trainer, as a yeah, long time trainer. I have tools to get out of a barter state. Yeah, I could I could easily exit barter state, and it feels for me right now that it is important for me to stay in this in this space and to 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 not try to to exit it because there's I feel that there is gold in there for me right now. Because as a woman, I'm at the moment I'm in a also in a transition. I'm in menopause, 
And I feel that the, the new phase as a woman after menopause is more about being and not so much about doing. And I'm still very much identified with doing, with producing, with, with performing. And I feel that this is, this is a, a part of, of the past, of my past. And there's a new era coming up and where it's, yeah, it's more about being and staying in this state of no impulses, having no impulses, having no motivation to start something, to do something and observing myself, what comes up like old, old decisions, my gremlin. Yeah, there, there are a lot of doors I could go through. Like my gremlin is inviting me into the swamp. Yeah doing anything you're not you're not uh useful you're not beneficial <laughs> i could go there and i observe myself that this door is opening and i'm not i'm i'm trying not to enter this space or yeah or other invitations that i normally respond to and and, and really to stay in this space and not thinking uh, about myself that i'm not good enough or that i'm wasting time but really staying there and doing things like cleaning the house, doing my bookkeeping, <laughs> playing ukulele, making a, going for a walk, something like that, where I don't need to think or I don't need to perform. My brain is going, oh, there's so many things. Um, but I noticed one particular thing is I noticed a little bit of sadness when you started to speak about this state. And what I'm hearing is that you're actually in a process of letting go of something. Yeah. And then all these exactly. things come up, you know, the sadness, possibly I, I have a sense that it's also about the fear of nothing will come up, nothing new will come up and then wasting time. I think that's something that probably everybody can relate to this pressure of, I need to produce something. I need to be doing something. Otherwise I'm wasting time or I'm not valuable. How do you make space for the letting go or the aliveness of these emotions and feelings that come up? Yeah, when they come up, I, I, I give them space. And this is really, there, there are a lot of different thoughts and patterns coming up. And yeah, like, like sentences or voices, you have to do something. You cannot just live into the day without a plan. So, or yeah, you could go and, and start your next book. Yeah. So like this, or yeah, you played all the the ukulele songs already uh, yesterday. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, there there is this ongoing dialogue in my mind, and really not to go there and be quiet, become boring, boring. Yeah, it, 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 until it's really boring. Just sitting there on a, on the on the sofa and breathing and looking. And sometimes in this space, in this doing nothing, the sadness comes up. For example and letting it be there yeah and then I'm, I'm crying and at the same time after after letting the the sadness come uh, coming up also then comes gladness comes up then yeah it's it's okay i have done so much and interestingly the the fear is 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 not so big the fear is not so big there is a deep deep trust that the next door where which is really meant for me will show up and perhaps this is also part of this state. I don't know. There is a deep, deep trust. I don't know if it is trust. That I know that when the time is right, that the door out of this state will open up and the next stage will start. 
And also a trust that you will notice the door and go through it. It takes a lot of, call it matrix or ability to hold yourself to be able to stay in that state. So you wouldn't be able to do that without all the skills that you have, you know, all this experience that you have. It's taken, it's probably taken, I imagine it's taken you quite some inner work or some transformation to be able to be there, to actually stay in a Bardo space is such a courageous thing to do and to not go into the frenzy of oh shit i need to create something and, it, and to stay away from that and say no and at the same time to not fall into the the swamp of totally knocking yourself out and falling asleep it's like staying in there awake yeah yes and as you said um, i think without all this all these skills i have learned in the in the in the past years in the last years i couldn't do it like i do it right now because, or I would go into the swamp and pity myself and whatever, or I would try to immediately start the next project and it, this project must be bigger than the projects I did so far. This is also part of my gremlin, you know, my, my shadow side. One of my shadow parts is identifying with uh, my performances and doing big projects, yeah, and no project is big enough. Or saying that you, you you are not you are not doing enough. So this is the voice of my shadow part, and I would easily be trapped in that. And yeah, of course, it's it's not so easy as I tell it right now. So it's not that I'm the whole time awake and the whole time I can resist these voices. There there are days or at least times where I listen to these voices and where I'm going into the swamp. And then, but with the knowledge of my shadow side and of my survival strategies and my my different parts, I stay there for some time and then I, I have the, the choice to get out of it again and then to see, ah, okay, I was in swamp. Okay, now I'm back into barter state and it's okay to do nothing. And there is this old pattern of having to perform or having to be useful to have the right to live. This is an old pattern that I processed a lot of times. And it feels for me like in this state where I'm in right now, it's the next layer. There are still some layers of this old pattern. And this is the next layer to really not doing anything and being okay with that. And acknowledging that I'm still lovable and valuable, even if I don't do anything. Even if I'm just sitting there and just looking, watching the trees or the birds. And this is for me, it's a, when I think of my past, this is a, it's a whole a different whole new, paradigm, yeah. a different place it's, to live from. Yeah. Yeah. And also this makes me cry because this is, was, this was something I was longing for. Yeah, so the sadness is actually this, like an indicator that that is what you were longing for, because the sadness is not a problem, it's, it's this release and relaxing into who you are. Yes, and when I talk about it right now, I'm very connected also with nature. I love, I love nature and I love, and it's part of the aliveness, which I'm embodying. And yeah, when I look into nature, there are also phases of there's nothing, there's no growth, there's no, no impulse in winter, for example, there is a, the phase where nothing happens and it's crucial for the next stage, for the, for the growth, for the aliveness that aliveness can come again, instead of exhausting yourself or, yeah. I see part of the cycle is the resting like really resting and not it's not about sleeping necessarily really 
replenishing or stopping the energy output to nurture. It's like a nurturing phase. And you are in Europe, you're in Germany, so you are actually literally just coming out of winter. Yes, and it's it's a deeper and longer border state that I've ever been in, at least consciously, as I remember. So it's yeah, it's a it's a, a special winter time. <laughs> special winter time for me. And I've heard quite a few women describe something similar without having the words that, or without having a maybe the awareness. Because if I'm not aware of it, then I might think all these things, you know, that it's actually something's wrong with me. Something's not right here. I need to fix something. And it's really so valuable to hear you speak to that from yeah, the, the value in itself of that state of being in it and staying there and daring to is really letting go of, of that old stuff so that there's space and see that there's this space emerging where then actually there is enough space for something to come from within rather than filling it up with the the stuff from outside the stuff from not even actually coming from outside from your thoughts about the outside yeah and also this state brings me clarity also about some patterns of mine which i wouldn't become aware of i think so easily for example, it, it made clear to me that it's also possible to to give your center away. It's it's not it's not only possible to give your center away to other people or to the future or to the past, but I can also give my center away to my inspiration. Yeah, I'm I'm easy. I'm I'm a person who is easy to inspire. Like that, I'm inspired by something, and then I yeah, I'm I'm part of the project. Oh yeah. Without giving myself time, I can be inspired, but I don't need to be part of it, of a project. I can be inspired by a project, but it doesn't need to be my project. And in this doing, 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 I tended to to give my center to my inspiration, for example, or to my commitment. I'm a, I'm, I'm a very committed person also. And in the past, I didn't check my commitments with the time, if they are still fitting, if they are still the right commitments. So what I become aware of in this bar, in this barter state where no motivation, no inspiration, no impulse comes up, I realize how much I also gave my center to inspiration, to vocation, to commitment. And this was really a revelation for me. Ah, you can also give your center away to those things. Yeah. And then the result of giving your center to the inspiration and then going into all these projects is really spreading yourself thin, right? It's this depletion of the own resources. And then the nurturing doesn't happen. Is that your experience yeah. too? Yeah, yeah. And it really, in the last month, I needed to end some projects or to say no to some projects I was part of. And I realized it was, yeah, I, in Germany, you say dancing on too many uh, weddings. <laughs> And this time, this barter state is really coming back to me, getting back all my energy parts and not again doing something, writing a new book or doing a not, uh, another project, but staying with what is right now and just doing what comes up or what needs to be done, like the bookkeeping or cleaning up the house. So how can women that are listening now, how can they distinguish between that state and maybe a depression state, this depression or burnout state? What is the difference? That's a good question. To tell you the truth, I don't know. <laughs> For me, it was, I, I made a decision because um, at first I, I thought I, I'm in the swamp. 
And as it kept on going, I realized, no, this is a different state. This is this is something different. And as it is going on still right now, I decided, okay, this is a barter state. So it feels different for me from a depression. I also had, in the past, I had phases of depression. During my phases of depression, the emotional part played a bigger role than right now. There, there was really this, I could feel the mixed emotion state of anger and suppressed anger and suppressed sadness and suppressed fear which is at the moment it's 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 not like that there's no i don't feel mixed emotions yet the energetic imprint is different also the emotional energetic imprint in the depression from what you describe is more uh, like really dragged down and sticky glue, sticky somehow and yeah. hopelessness and and all these things yeah and and i have in the depression i I have the feeling I, I want to do something and I can't. It's it's more attention in me. And in the barter state, it's, there's nothing. There's more this nothingness being in this nothingness. There's nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I make a to-do list and then I put away the to-do list. And <laughs> no, I don't want to start with anything that's on the to-do list. So it's, it's I can't really describe the, but when you, when you ask me then, now I'm getting aware of what the difference could be. And in the swamp, I can feel the the, the gremlin, the gremlin energy. Yeah, so that's the irresponsible part that yeah. just drags down and makes it heavy. Or the, yeah, or the uh, complaining thing or the laziness. It's really valuable exploration. Thank you, Patricia. And I want to also just mention again that there's a real, a whole other realm to explore is the, the menopause aspect and how a bardo space possibly is a necessary part of the transformation in menopause to really shift into the next phase with the physical changes and the emotional changes and the energetic changes in the whole liquid state of that. It's true. Yeah, I see it. I also see it as a as as a beneficial thing <laughs> for this transition because yeah, I I don't have role models telling me how menopause and menopause is going or how the transition is going. I have other women in my in my age. We, we are talking about what are you experiencing physically and emotionally and so on. So we talk about it, but there is no. I I don't know how it goes. So it's a field of research for me. And at the moment, I feel this this state, this barter state, is helpful <laughs> to come from from this phase to to the next. Is the barter state always a part of big transformation shifts? I mean, always is a big word, but yeah. it seems to be connected somehow. I mean, the barter state is the transformation place for transformation, or is it in between states? So it would fit, <laughs> and. I always compare it also to the to the state. It's also a kind of liquid state. Like when the caterpillar becomes a butterfly, then there, there is this state where the, where the where all the cells become liquid and it's just mud. That's gooey. <laughs> it's not a liquid. It's a, say it again. Gooey. It's, yeah. Really... Gooey. Yeah. This there's not a caterpillar anymore, and it's not a, the butterfly, but it's just a a mass of yeah. So it's like that. It's a new technical term emerging for that stage of a caterpillar, which is the bardo space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you, Patricia. And there is nothing to do. There's nothing to do. And, and being okay with that, that there is nothing to do at the moment. This is the challenge. 
Yeah, that is perfect. I, I was going to ask you, do you have one thing to give to women like that are, might be experiencing that state? And you just said it, don't do anything, stay there. And observe yourself, observe what, what is coming up, what is the, what are the, the strategies to exit. So you can learn a lot about yourself, about what is going on normally in, in your everyday life. When you are able to really let it be there and observe yourself. Thank you. I want to add one more thing is you don't have to do it alone. Like this element that you shared about connecting with other women around the menopause, but in general around bardo space, especially as women maybe finding out what's the difference between depression or swamp and bardo space to, to be in connection with others about it, to also have health spaces in, in this connection. Having a team yeah. is really useful. Yeah. Thank you, Patricia, for this gem. <laughs> I'm really awesome. glad we, we met and spoke about it. Yeah, cool podcast that you're doing. Thank you, Julia, for that.